Good morning or good afternoon or good night, wherever you are, whichever country you're from. Today is going to be a very exciting show because we have two. Well, I, I, I don't know how to explain you two today. First off, we have Josephine say hello. Hi. And then we have Shufei. Hi, everyone. Your smiles are extra wide today. <laughs> exactly. But it's not because I'm in front of you. No, of course not. You. Yeah, you hate, you hate me. Exactly. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest on the show. Um, okay, re- okay. Just, let's just, just explain how this happened. Okay, so Josephine sent me a picture. It's like, Jin, if we ever do go to the States for work, can we please go and watch this guy perform live? Because he's great. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, chances yeah, are we won't go. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, I think two weeks or one week before we found out about yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Shufei came to me and he's like, oh, you know what? I want to go for this showcase. It's happening in Malaysia. And, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then my wife comes to me and said that, hey, you know what? Uh, we've got Dean Lewis on the show. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Dude, it's, it's such an honor to have you here because, you know, your songs are so, so much of, there's so much of emotions behind your song. I was listening to them last night. And I was like, oh man, this reminds me when I was in Australia studying in my university. I was in my dorm room and I was like all alone. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of loneliness in the songs. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to Malaysia. Thanks. It's great to be here. It's and, great to be here. And uh, well, you were mentioning that this is not your first time in Malaysia. Yeah. Like I think it was like seven years ago in my previous job when I was like a sound, I was the guy behind the, the camera, like mm-hmm. with the boom pole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was here for like three days doing a shoot, but I don't remember much of anything. <laughs> I remember we went to some temple. And oh. walked up these stairs into like a cave. Battle caves. Battle caves. Battle caves. And those like little, little monkeys. Right yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That is that is like the prerequisite of Malaysian tourism is like anyone who comes here from any other country, they have to go to this place for some reason. And yeah, then yeah. When you ask everyone, well, where do we go? Oh, let's just bring down the Batu Caves. And yeah, then yeah. most of the time when you bring your tourists or friends over there from other countries, they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There was like a, there was like a big golden golden statue or something was there yeah. on my memory so it's yeah. a i think it's a it's a hindu hindu temple yeah. and uh there are a lot of monkeys that roam around they're, but they're like a, aggressive monkeys oh yeah they're, I'm they're really weird i'm surprised yeah. you don't remember anything i remember i remember that i remember going to a beach i think i've just blocked out my previous <laughs> life do you know what i mean like you know when you're also when you're doing something like a job that you don't really love um, um i don't know i i my life sort of feels like a blur before i started really doing music properly mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i'm always impressed that people can remember so much about um the, like the life before, I feel like I've blocked a lot of it out. Right? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't sort of understand where you're coming from. It's like you know when you're trying to get to where you think you're gonna be, and totally. all of a sudden the life takes a turn to another place. It's like, <gasps> what the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then so much of your brain is occupied with like trying to get to the, the next level or trying to do the next thing that like, yeah, I don't look back a lot, but um, I do with songs, I guess. But um, with with everything else, I'm like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. Have you always been a so- uh, songwriter since young? No, I kind of picked it up at like, to be honest, probably like 18 is when I started writing songs properly. Okay. And uh, so I kind of started late, but when I released my first song, Waves, it mm-hmm. happened very quickly. Like it went crazy in Australia um, straight away. Oh my God, um, yeah. That's yeah. my first song that I ever listened to. Yeah, really? it, it was Waves? on Riverdale and Suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah actually it got, um, actually, so I say it went really big right away, but actually for the first two months, it had like 20,000 views on YouTube. Like no one was listening mm-hmm. and then went on Riverdale. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, it was like a million like yeah. views and stuff. So that kind of kicked it all off. Wait, yeah. That's how I discovered him. Isn't Riverdale on Netflix? Oh, oh. wait, is it? 
Riverdale is yeah, like now a, it is, but Netflix, when yeah. when I watched it, it wasn't. Well, I haven't watched Riverdale. Riverdale is like that whole Archie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. It's like it's quite a big show in America. I think. Yeah, quite, it is. It is a huge show because everyone was talking about it. So, like, how was it like when they came up to you and said, "Hey, I want to use this song," or did they just like use your song without telling you? No, they tell you they're going to use it, and I'm like, they always ask, like the, me. I yeah. get so many requests now. And I'm always like, yes, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never going to say no unless it's like, I don't know, like a smoking commercial. I don't want to, like, I'm like, <laughs> man, I don't want to. But, um, but I'm pretty much like, they asked me, but I didn't really know what scene it was going to be on. Like we've had a couple of like good ones where it's kind of like a good TV show, mm-hmm. but you never know what kind of scene it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it could be like a really weak scene that has no impact. And right. then it could be like the Riverdale scene was quite impressive because it was yeah. like, the it was, myth, it was like Jughead, yeah, yeah, yeah. the end of a scene. End, yeah, yeah, the end, yeah. Yeah, I think um, your songs are very, well, for me, is coming from a background of production. It's very cinematic. It's like, yeah. if, it, like even watching your music videos, everything is so epic. Yeah, we try to tell stories and stuff. And I like my first few music videos were like, I was, didn't want to be in them as much because I'm not like an attention seeker. Like I don't need to be in front of the camera. And I wanted to tell like a story more so than kind of just be like, here's me playing guitar. Mm. Um, but now I'm getting in front of the, the cameras more. Oh, you, you have to. They're telling me I have to. You gotta show your face, man. Yeah, that's what the only reason why the girls are here today. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you don't need to. You know, Sia, she doesn't really appear in her videos. Oh, well, too bad. Who's yeah. that? Sia, you know, the singer. Oh, Sia. Yeah, 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 Sia, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah ah, interesting. Yeah. Like, okay, so when you write your music, right, do you actually have, do you write a story in your head? Do you visualize, do you visually write a story in your head when you write music or you just write a song and after Ooh. that, that comes later? Um, well, usually I pick up a guitar and I just start playing stuff. And then there'll be, uh, if I'm lucky, one little bit of magic or, or not. And then I'll start sort of imagining like the scene and start singing it out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, it, the words just fly out and it's like, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then you look back and you go, oh, that's really good. Or that's really bad. You know what I mean? So Right. Okay, before I hog the entire show, I mean, these two girls are being completely quiet and I'm going to go back and forth again to them. Yeah, yeah you mean? Not so I quiet, said something. Yeah, I yeah, said no, something. Especially Josephine, just like... I don't know. I don't know what to like... Because there's no like... She, she was like, okay, I don't know what to ask him. I'm afraid if I ask him a question, it'll be a stupid question. Okay. That'd be a great question. Yeah, this is Whatever, this is yeah. your chance, no, Josephine. This is your okay, chance. Okay, okay, I just want to share something, okay? Okay. Yeah, so when I discovered your song... I'm kidding. <laughs> you do this to me. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, so when I... <laughs> this is just to kind of like loosen the mood a little bit. Okay, okay, cool, go. Yeah, so when I discovered your song... Yeah, okay, on Riverdale, I'm going to ignore your buzz. Okay, okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, so when I discovered your song on Riverdale... Yeah. And then... I found out it was you and then I, I decided to like find all your other songs. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know at the time if your album was selling here but I don't think so. Probably not, yeah. Yeah. So my friend went to Australia and then I asked him to buy uh, your album for me back here. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Your, this your, one, same yeah, kind of different. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. When was well, that thank though? I bought it I think a year or two ago. Wow. Two years ago? Oh, wow. yeah. How could you leave yeah. Malaysia out, man? Dude, I mean, you know, you know what? Well, the thing is like, you know, I put out the, I put out Waves and, and the EP mm-hmm. and it, Waves went like five times platinum in Australia but did nothing anywhere else in the world. It was mm-hmm. really weird. Mm-hmm. I've never had a song like that since where it's like only big in one place and then Be Alright came out mm-hmm. and went big everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Malaysia, Singapore, Belgium, America. And then all of a sudden, the CDs were selling everywhere. You know? Yeah. So it was like that, that song opened the door. So it, it was, the thing is, um, it's, it's funny because like the song has been playing on radio and yeah. you know, every time the song comes out, I mean, I've heard it, but you know, I did, just didn't realize who sang it because the yeah. radio DJs did a what? bad job in selling yeah. the artists. <laughs> hey, I know this, I'm in that background. And wow, I'm like, how has life changed from like, okay, don't 
go back to the day where you said, that, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go into music. And I kind of I heard on well, I read somewhere that uh, the way you got signed was your friend actually took yeah. your CD and went to a cruise or something. Yeah. And yeah. gave your demo uh, tape to the manager of Savage Garden? Yes. So I, I was like, I'm not one of those people who was always like, I'm the man. Like, I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of singer-songwriters or artists, I'm like, I was like, my, song, my voice is okay. My songs are okay. And then I, um, I did this one thing. My ex-girlfriend at the time was like, you know, I never showed anyone. She was like, just send it out to like 30 people. And so I Googled like 30 managers. <laughs> I only did this once. And I sent my demos out and no one got back to me. Oh, so okay. I was like, okay, I quit. Like I'm done. Like, Whoa. And then my best mate, maybe like six months later, was on a, uh, was on a boat cruise and he passed my de- a demo of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I say pass, like a link. But mm-hmm. um, passed the link on to this girl who used to manage Savage Garden. Right. And she like called me the next day and then... Uh, and then everything kind of started happening. Then I got like manager, record deal, wow. kind of things started moving quickly. Although it was, it was hard to find a record deal at first. All the labels kind of said no. Yes. Initially, they were like, I was playing Be Alright on the piano. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, nah, no. And then, and then a universal, uh, my, this guy called Mike Taylor heard the song and was like, oh God, I'm going to sign you right now. Wow. So it was, it, was, it was actually, it wasn't hard to get a record deal in the sense that some people just try forever and don't get them, but it wasn't easy as well. Right, then when, once you got the record deal and once you were, you know, on, on television, did the other managers all of a sudden get back and say, hey, I remember you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They oh, did? Oh, that is, that is very, very true. Like, Screw them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, when I released Waves, I did this with some people called uh, Nick and Ed uh, in England who are these amazing producers that didn't really, they, they, they were, they're getting a really big name now. Right. But back then they sort of had just done a couple of things. They weren't like big name producers or anything. And then I did Waves and then, all these big American producers started calling me. Wow. And uh, so I had Be All Right, the demo, and I went to America and recorded Be All Right with this in this massive studio. Mm-hmm. I think it was like for like a lot of money. And then um, the, the label paid, it's okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then, um, and then I got it back and it was terrible. Be All Right just sounded, it sounded worse than the, the original one. Oh. So um, I ended up going back to uh, the guys who I worked with. So it was, people do kind of come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. And, uh, and try to kind of jump on board. But I find working with people who you really trust mm-hmm. um, and people who believe in you, who you can be honest with, like I could say to them, like, I don't like that. And they can say to me, you can sing better than that. That's mm-hmm. terrible, you know? So, and be honest with each other. So, yeah. Right. So, the, oh, okay. So, well, at least you got the song out now. It's, I mean, are you happy with it? Is this full creative control on your side or, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I listen to people, but I'm very stubborn and I'm very, like, I know what my sound is and I know what I like and I and I'm a bit like um sometimes I can put my stubbornness and personal opinion over the commercial aspects of it you know uh, what I mean yeah okay. so I'm very I'm very uh I'm very like uh what's the word like I just know who I am and I, right. and, I, and, I and I say no a lot to people so like okay what, what about pressure though like you know some artists or singers songwriters and stuff like that you know but for the pressure of trying to please the mass audience and the labels yeah, and yeah. knowing that if they would actually agree to what they're saying they're gonna be like okay enjoying major success are you gonna be ever succumb to that yeah yeah um i hope not like with the, i didn't realize there was pressure until recently right because um like i i just yeah i say i say no a lot but there is there definitely is pressure mm-hmm. um but the thing is what excites me is writing big songs right. like mm-hmm. i want to write big songs like if i'm writing a song and like i can write so songs that are, slow songs that are emotional i really like those too mm-hmm. but what really excite, excites me is writing like a song like be right or like seven minutes or waves where it's like big and epic and like that's like my goal you know so it kind of fits in with what people want Mm -hmm. but i think you know um i have a really good team as i said who have been so supportive but if you let everyone tell you what what you should be you just sort of become 
what they think you should be and then if it doesn't work out you sort of fail on their terms right not your own which is like my hell mm-hmm. so um yeah you d- i just think that um you g- there is that pressure but i definitely i'm kind of in line with their goals because they're my goals as well yep mm-hmm. but um i also have a sense of myself wow so how long have you been doing this so far yeah um oh god well i mean well since I, when i got a record deal which is probably like four four and a half years ago mm-hmm. i was like but I was quite lazy before that, like procrastinate <laughs> things in life. So many opportunities that would come my way. And when I got the record deal, I was like, it, like something changed. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to throw this opportunity away. Mm-hmm. So I'd say for like really professionally, like four and a half years of, okay, I can maybe do something with this. But I mean, I was writing songs for, a, you know, maybe, maybe a few years before that. Yeah. If you were to not be a musician now, do you think you would still be in the production Doing television stuff? Yeah. Probably. Because I, I, yeah, like, I, because I needed my friends to kind of, um, it's hard to see you, sorry. I needed my my friends to uh, kind of pass my stuff on. So I I feel I owe a lot to him because, uh, yeah, I just, I just didn't think it was that good. Do you know what Mm. I mean? And I was one of those people that needed a few people to be like, actually, no, this is, this is good. And not in like a kind of really humble, like shy way, just in like a really normal way of like, I think there's two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And you meet them like people who think they're amazing. Yep. Like who are like, I'm friggin' awesome. And they usually suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or people who are like, um, people who are like, ah, oh, like it's, it's okay, but I can, you know, I need to learn more. Right. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. that kind of mentality. I was definitely in that. So I'd probably be still doing the sound job. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. What a humble, what a humble gentleman. <laughs> well, gentleman. You, you, you're a gamer, right? And you yeah. watch a lot of Twitch. Have you ever thought of Twitch. being a streamer or something? Yeah, I have done a couple of Twitch streams. Like when, when Waves came out, like I had like 5,000 followers on Instagram and I was like, I'd like do some like really at my friend's house, like at his house because he had a good computer and I play PUBG. Oh, <laughs> you, guys, yeah. you guys like PUBG? Yeah. yeah. I'm amazingly... Uh, I'm amazing at PUBG at sucking. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me, me too, dude. We were the worst duo ever. And um, but streaming's great, but it's um, I'd love to do it, but it's such a commitment. Yeah, it and is. it's so intense. Yeah, like yeah. Do you guys? Did you have like a really big setup and like the two screens and stuff like that? Oh like, uh, yeah, I have two screens. What? Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I have two. Yeah, because yeah, you right. need one monitor to play and then the other monitor to keep track of the chat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. must be quite popular if you have the, the chat going and stuff like that. That's no, awesome. I'm okay. Uh, yeah, she's, <laughs> rare, she's very popular. Great. Yeah. No, no, I'm okay. The only reason why people come on the show to watch this show is because of her. Yeah. No, 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 and, no, no. And, jo- and Josephine. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just a puppet. I'm a, <laughs> what am I even doing here? <laughs> right? I'm just here to facilitate You're a pawn in the game. Pawn in the game. Yeah, which means, okay, sorry, you know, your royals, Highnesses, do you have any questions, Redeem? Because you're obviously very shy. They used to, they obviously talk a lot. I have yeah, to yeah, tell you, if you really? watch our other shows, they talk a lot. But today, they're ob- they're, they're they're surprisingly very really? quiet. Is this like the team on all the shows? Like you guys um, we, yeah. we 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 have a few. I mean, obviously today is majority girls. I mean, the yeah. other guys we want to come on the show, but the girls are like, yeah. no, I want to show today. I'm on the show today. <laughs> but yeah, we we have a few we have a few hosts that come on the show on a regular basis. So you know, Shufi, you have asked a few questions. Josephine, do you have any questions you want to ask? Um, I think just one, like. Jufei and I was saying like, um, I mean, Jin was saying that um, your music, your songs are actually from, um, I mean, inspiration from your own relationship. Yeah. But uh, Jufei said it's more on like stories, right? From yeah. your friends that and, you heard. And I remember I, I watched like, I, don't, I can't remember what, but you, you said that it's from, sometimes it's inspired. Like, I don't know, you just wrote it in a hotel and the mood was there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, sometimes it's like most of my songs, 
are based on real things that have happened to me. Mm-hmm. But then there's songs like Be Alright where like I like that that song is about me seeing a message on my ex-girlfriend's phone. Like wow. I was I was on the laptop oh. and her phone was there uh-huh. and, and something popped up and I was like, oh God. And then um and then I combined that with like some stories that my friends had told me. Like Whoa. yeah, oh. which is pretty deep. And then the chorus, you know, when I sing and my friend said and yeah. that was my older brother who said uh who said to me um when I when I saw the message I went to his house and he was like give it some time, like put your phone away. We had mm-hmm. a drink. Mm-hmm. So I combined, there's some real stories, but then there's songs like Chemicals, there's a song of mine called Chemicals. Yeah, yeah. It's on there I thing. love this song, yeah. Yeah, yep. but that just came down from, I was in a hotel room on a road trip maybe mm-hmm. five years ago and just playing it and all the words came down and I didn't really know what it meant. Like it was just random like words that tell the story and that's the most lucky thing as a songwriter when you, when you have those moments and it's only happened to me three times in, in my life where the song's written itself yeah, and it, it tells a story and it's sort of like not coming from you. That's cool. So it's kind of a combination of different yeah, kind of things. Yeah, I think the best part is, you know the lyrics, mm-hmm. some people interpret it differently. Yeah. So everyone has like a different uh, how, how say, understanding of a song. Yeah, like, totally. like, yeah. like I want to bring, bring back this song. Yeah. The fact that, you know, I, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. And put your phone away, and I'm like, "Dang, my friend used to tell me that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I heard that. I was like, "Oh, okay." I had a friend tell me that when I was when I was in college, going after this girl who didn't like me, or yeah. <laughs> or she was leading me on, and I was just sitting there waiting for a phone call or waiting yeah. for whatever, not and waiting for a response. And my friends would be like, "Dude, don't be an idiot! Don't be an idiot! Just put your phone away and stuff like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it kind of brings me back to when I was studying the the the, the things that I went through in the relationship and stuff like that. And and, and the the one question is, have you ever gone? I mean, is that song? I mean, you you've already mentioned it. I mean, is that song? Have you ever gone through whatever you've written in that song yeah. in real life? Yeah, yeah, totally, hundred um, percent. That's probably the most real song. But there's a part in it when I sing about uh, the the cigarettes on the counter weren't my friends; they mm-hmm. were my mates. That was a story that a friend told me mm-hmm. that he found out someone was cheating by different cigarettes, and I always remember that. So some of those things. So that's it's actually be right sort of about some girls that I've never met some mm. of them but the main crux of the story is is about the thing that happened to me so yeah it's a combination wow so then every yeah. time when you sing that song I mean it, it doesn't it remind you or? yeah but you know what like the relationship was like six years ago right so it's really funny um when I'm singing when I sung when I because I recorded it four times to get the final version oh okay. so when I finally recorded it which is maybe like a year and a half ago I was like I didn't care about that that, that situation like okay you know, so I was sort of imagining new situations or oh. just trying to like picture like when I'm singing, I'm just like, uh, like what do they say? Like dead puppies, dead. Like something <laughs> really sad. Imagine something really sad and like okay. you can sing it like really emotional. Not that, but you know what I mean? Okay. And, um, and so when I'm playing it live, I guess I, this definitely brings back an emotion, but it's not the same. It's more exciting because everyone's kind of listening and the phones are up and it's like really cool environment. Yeah. Right. And how do you feel that when, you, uh, when that song was out, I mean like millions of views, like, like yeah. worldwide, how does it feel that you you know that song actually impacted or influenced like millions of people around the world? I'm pretty sure you you know your inbox was blowing up, your DMs was blowing up. It's like oh my god, I, this song speaks to me. Not only that song, but all the songs that you write. You know, did you did you feel that like, you know, haha, I am powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, it's it's amazing. Like to be honest, I'm when I write songs, it's kind of a little bit selfish. Like I'm doing it for myself, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want it to be really good. I'm not sort of going, I want to change the world to help everyone. Like, I, I just kind of go, what's good for me and does it sound good and what's real? And um, and then the, the side benefit is when you when I've released songs, I get so many messages from people saying that it's helped them feel not alone mm-hmm. or yeah. like whatever, which is really cool. But it's never the reason I do it. Like, because I feel like if I was, 
if I was doing it to try to help people, it would just come across a bit weird. And I always yeah. think like, like I'm not someone that can help anyone. Like <laughs> that's how I think. I'm like, man, I need help, man. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just kind of joking, but like, yeah, like, so I kind of do it for myself, but it's great that people um, can relate and it makes them feel not alone, which is great. Yeah, I think it's, it's fair to say that because like when we first started what we were doing, like I, I well, I used, well, I started this whole um, YouTube channel making yeah. videos and the only person that thought these videos were funny was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you go to a friend yeah. like, "Hey, do you think it's? Do you think this is funny?" And and it's like, "Oh yeah, it's funny." And you be like, yeah. "Really?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You yeah, never know. and then they share with another person. You you kind of cringe a bit because you think that your your humor is not up to their level. Yeah. And then before you know it, when it was being shared to like a lot of people and a hundred thousand people, I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I guess it's I guess I'm funny. And then yeah. you know when you and you True. start making new stuff and you realize that whatever you make uh, to please yourself, it pleases others out there. Totally. So where I'm going with this is, yeah. you know. Whatever you do, there is, as long as you please that, I mean, for me, is my thinking is there is one other person out there that would probably think along the lines like you. Yeah. And if you're able to reach out to that one person, you've made it. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's, that's how, really that's like what I that. think. I really yeah. like that thing. And it's like taste. I, I look, look at things like taste and you sort of start to trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you, you started doing this and it starts to work and it starts to connect, you start going, oh, okay, my gut instinct is on the right track and you start to trust yourself more and more and stuff like that, which is really cool. Cause at the start you probably worry, like, I don't know, you are, my jokes funny. I'm worrying is I'm like, is my yeah. voice, is my voice good? Exactly. Like, I don't even know if I can sing well, you know? So, and then you get more confident with it. So yeah, it, cool. it goes the same too. I think that like everyone has gone through the same thing. Even uh, Josephine, when she first started this yeah. whole industry, she was, well, Boss by Jin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, yeah. yeah. I mean like we, we brought it in and said, Hey, maybe you can, you can try this and stuff like that. I think she had, um, she made a video about it actually called, uh, she was having social anxiety. Uh, yeah, tell us about it, Joseph. Don't be shy. She's still shy. She's still trying to get get over it. But yeah, she was never. I, I, okay, I can tell you about Josephine. She was never uh, the type that would go in front of a camera right. to host a show or to act. Yeah. But I think even simply being here today. Yeah, I think. But but social media or I mean the entertainment industry has given her sort of like an outlet to kind of like express and help people because she's very yeah. big on pets and yeah. and animals yeah and also on uh, mental health issues yeah and on everyone going through like you know social anxiety issues she kind of feels like she can use this platform to kind of help people that's great yeah that's awesome yeah. but and at the same time I, I do feel like it's quite a sensitive topic to talk about and and sometimes i i don't know i just don't really talk about it i don't know i don't want it like i think i think like where you said um you used to be like you used to do production stuff and then now you're in front of the camera. Yeah. So when you do share your personal story, don't you ever feel like, um, like, I don't know, like, you, you're gonna get judged, um, like you know, yeah. So what she's trying yeah. is probably oh, no, okay. No, correct no, me, correct me, like, correct. Oh, okay. No, I, I think what Josephine means is like, she, you're like you're afraid to talk about mental health and stuff. Is it? Uh, no, like no, no, personal um, stuff. Too personal, and then like someone would actually, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, th- there's always gonna be people that misunderstand what you're trying to say, but then. How do you like? I don't know. Especially like his one is about relationship. Yeah. So like, how? Won't you ever get worried? Like, your exes might feel like, like oh, like you wrote about me. Yeah. yeah. Like and stuff. Like yeah, that. I guess so. But it's kind of like it's kind of like my like I'm a songwriter. Like I've got to write about my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, like a song like Be Right, it's it's a weird one because that's one that's like really connected. It's kind of about so many girls because like you know the stories that I've combined. Yeah. Like and ones that I've never oh, met. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel that bad do you know what I mean but, yeah. but <laughs> imagine I, they listen to the song one song that you actually wrote about your 
About just one person? Yeah. Yeah, there's been a few. Like, there's a song called Seven Minutes that I wrote about mm-hmm. um, this one girl. But I don't know. I think my music is never like, I'm never like, um, it's never like I'm a victim and how dare yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like, you know, like be all right. There's like, it's sad, but there's also hope. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's, it's like, got like, like a hopeful yeah. message to it. Yeah. Which yeah. is really cool. And, um, but I know what you're saying. Like social, I, I have a lot, of, I get a lot of anxiety too. Like I'm, I'm like a very anxious person <laughs> because you, when you're out there in front of, the world, it's like, oh man. You like, have 2,000 yeah. people and you have 2,000 different unique minds thinking about you and judging you. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you feel 100%, 100%, that. 100%, yeah. I feel like you have the pressure because like, let's say you have this, uh, maybe this song or this video that went viral mm-hmm. and you're doing so well. It makes you feel really pressured to put, like, come out with something new that can Com- like can be compared to yeah the you gotta first one you gotta top you your you gotta top yeah. your biggest one so yeah. yeah yeah there is that pressure like I mean I've been lucky with that stuff because like when I put waves out I had be alright mm-hmm. like I hadn't recorded it but I had the song right and I ha- I've had this thing where I, when I put waves out we had like yeah, a year and a half went by of like because I was playing the song around the world kind of thing mm-hmm. and then um, when be alright came out we we're gonna put the album out like three months after it and then the song got so big we had to push everything back so in the meantime I've been compiling songs. So I don't have the pressure as much because I like, even for the next album, I've probably got like, I mean, there's probably like 12 songs ready to choose from, but there's like three that I'm like, these are like the singles. I just mm. need one more single. But now, and, and when I have those, I feel no pressure because mm-hmm. I've got them. Mm. So I've been lucky. I think if I was one of those artists who like, you put one song out, your first song and it blows up and you're 18 and you're like, oh God, like, and the label's <laughs> like, you have to have your next song by November. Oh, I'd be like, oh God, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, yeah, like there's oh. a deadline for your creativity. Totally, totally. Yeah. And you'd, I would not do well with that. But because I've been so far ahead, I feel like I'm very lucky to mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. yeah, so far ahead. Okay. Now, when, when you basically have millions and millions of people listening to your music, thousands yeah. of people watching on live shows and stuff like that, and then, and you mentioned earlier on that you have a bit of social anxiety. Yeah. Like when you when you get messages, whether it's on YouTube, when you when you read the comments or you get DMs coming into your 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 Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, great song, great song, great song. And you have one idiot that basically comes out. You know what? <laughs> you you know you don't you don't have your own style. You're copying so and so. Yeah. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, you know, you have like a stream of great supportive comments, and you had that one comment oh, that's a hater. Dude. It does, it, does it affect you? When it you first started, sucks. did it affect you? It's, it still sucks. Like, I try not to read the comments, um, but every now and then you do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I, like, I, re- I read a review of my album and I'm like, they're always weird. And like, um, so I try not to do it, but it's, it's the truth. Everyone talks about this, but it's so true mm-hmm. that you get a hundred, like a thousand comments. I don't get a lot of hate because mm-hmm. my music's like, I'm not trying to be anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you do, I do get hate. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever you see that one you see that one comment of like, you know, this song is garbage. I hate the production. You just go, it does, you go, oh, I feel terrible. And you sort of need like to watch like a dog, like cute dog videos to like cleanse your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it sucks, man. But uh, okay. I, I learned, like I wasted, I was saying before, like so many opportunities in my life, not doing things that I uh, should have been doing, like, you know, opportunities and stuff. But uh, I think, um, yeah, I, I got to the point now where when I got my record deal, I, I had this thing, I don't know if it like just popped into my head that I, I learned that I'm never going to be ready for what I'm doing. Oh. So ever, I'm never ready. So, you know, you, I got the call to come and like play in front of like um, Fly to America to, to showcase for the, some island records in America wow. in front of this guy called David Massey who's like, like he signed Oasis in America. He's like, shine oh. Sean Mendes and like go to his office with his team and like play on a on a little keyboard and... Like I'm not ready for that, man. I like I don't know. I didn't like I taught myself keys. I don't, you know. See, so 
and then going on Ellen. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not ready for that. But wow. it's just like continually doing things and knowing that you're not going to be ready and knowing that that nervous feeling, that's what you have to work toward, walk towards. Mm-hmm. And when you do it, you go up in life. That's what I felt like. I literally feel when yeah. I do something that I, I'm not ready for, I, I go up a little bit. Right. That's so I'm kind of, I'm always anxious. I'm always nervous, but I still do the thing. I think that's what I tell some of my fans, like tr- make sure you do the thing that makes you nervous because if you don't, you just like st- yeah, stale. You know? It just means that yeah. you don't love it. I mean, like yeah. if you're ready for everything, you'd be like, oh, I have no expectations. You know? Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have true. nothing to compare yourself to. You're, you're, ne- you're not going to put whole effort. You're not going to put your whole effort into it because you're going to be like, yeah, I can do this. It's okay. Well, yeah. versus like, oh no, yeah. I'm, oh, can I do this? Can I do this? Okay, totally. I, when you know when you, when you have that 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 base that fear, you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go through every aspect uh, to make sure that this will go well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, you know what? I mean, to everybody listening right now, I mean, what we're trying to say is, it is okay to sometimes fail because, like, yeah. for me, my 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 motto in life is, I'm comp- I'm constantly failing every day. Yeah, I like you know that. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're constantly failing every day. You're learning new things every day because if you're basically gonna be the guy who goes out there and say that you know I'm the shit, you know, and I I don't fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's gonna. You're, just, you're gonna be the luckiest dude in the world, like the luckiest guy. Like it's yeah. gonna happen. It's gonna happen though. Yeah, right? I'm like for me, it's like a lot of people always are afraid to fail. Like Asian mentality because parents be like, oh no, you fail in school, you're a dishonor <laughs> to the family, you know, and stuff like that. But for me, yeah. it was a little bit different. My mom brought me up a little bit different. She said that yeah. you know if I failed in school, it's like it's okay, you try again next time. That's great. And then I failed again <laughs> you know but like like the thing is like whatever i'm doing now it's not whatever not not what every asian parent would approve of we're in right, the entertainment right. industry i'm pretty sure i'm not sure whether your parents were there, uh, like with the same like you sure you want to do music you know with did they have that kind of oh, like yeah they did they had that right so i mean i guess all parents generally are the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. My, my parents were actually like my dad is and mom they're very supportive and like my mom's like loves my music and b- biggest fan but my, my, my dad and mum are always like that idea of don't like put yourself out there because you could fail. You should get a job. And, and like, yeah. so for me, it was like, and they just, they just like, they cared about me and they were doing it because they cared. But I think you have to at a point not listen to your, I know you, you seem to have a good parents, but I th- like to, it's like you, you have to just follow your own instincts and, oh, and, and, yeah. and do it because you are, and you are going to fail. At, like, I remember man, the songs that I used to, I remember like my first open mic night that I did, like my hands were shaking on the, uh, you know, you're playing in a bar. Mm-hmm. Is that your like, first performance? My first performance. Oh, it's okay. like, it's like they're called, I don't know if you do them here, open mic night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We do have it. You do them, yeah. And it's like, no one's listening. Do you know what I mean? And every song I was playing sucked. You know what I mean? But oh, wow. you get through that and uh, yeah. And it's like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. And you know, parents always, they deal, sometimes my mom would be like, oh, no, my, actually my mom was supportive when she realized what I was doing. Because like, I remember uh, almost five years into this whole entire uh, YouTube thing, she was still waking me up early in the morning. It's like, ah, oh, are you <laughs> sure you're going to do what you're doing? You know, <laughs> I, I didn't send you to Australia. You know, you know, parents over here, when they send you overseas to study and you graduate, I didn't send you overseas <laughs> yeah, to study yeah, yeah. to come back and be an entertainer. What the heck? <laughs> Yeah, so subscribers. What are these subscribers, man? <laughs> exactly, and, and the, the money. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, uh, as the years go on, she became supportive, and she became um, the mom in front of the camera. The yeah. kids look up to, and she she realizes, ah, I kind of understand now why you yeah. like doing this and stuff. Yeah. All right, that's know, awesome. Shufa, you got you got a question before? Yeah. I, speaking of Australia, have you ever busked? No, Australia? I didn't. I didn't do any busking. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I. I just did open mic nights. That was my first sort of thing. Mm. And I didn't want to do them. I was like really, uh, 
really nervous to do it. But no, I didn't do any busking. I've never done it before. Yeah, because I when I went to Australia, there were a lot of people busking. Yeah, it's on sort the of like the culture. Yeah. I won't say it's a yeah, so culture, but you know, a lot of people. A lot of buskers. Yeah. yeah, it's a good way to start. Like I think Ed Sheeran started from busking or something. Yeah, yeah Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber started from busking as well. Did he? Yeah, he did. He That's was cool. well, a really small kid busking with the side, and you know, all of a sudden somebody filmed him, and then. Yeah, you know, he's... Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was like a stage or something. It was a, what, a stage? Yeah. No, it wasn't. There was there was actually a video of him busking as a kid. Before he oh. even before he even uh, uploaded a video of him singing something, a cover of Usher or something. Before mm. that, it was a video. So, right, right. yeah, I know. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and it depends whether they want to put the whole entire effort. Like you were mentioning, you know, you, you didn't put... I mean, you did put effort, but, you know, you really got serious into it. Yeah. Like, you know, only recently. And then you know it's it's all about whether you want to or not. At, at, the, at the end of the day, it's an individual it's an individual decision. You want to do it or you don't want to do it. If you want to do it, are you gonna basically be prepared to fail? Be prepared to put your whole heart into it before uh, you know go in front of thousands of people, make a yeah. a million girls cry because of your music? No, but it is it is it's like and it is like one thing that no one that I didn't realize was like the amount of challenges like. I know how lucky I am to be doing this and so many musicians would kill to be in a position like this where people yeah. ask yeah. you about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like every day, it's like you've got to prove yourself again and again and again and again. And there are so many this lift, different doors you've got to go through and prove. It's like never ending. And I'm one of those people that I'm not like a great appreciator of what's happening in my life. Like in the sense of I'm always like, all right, this is cool, but how do I get there? Or what's next? Or I need to write this next mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, for someone with my mindset, it's like a lot of anxiety and a lot of pressure, but um, I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you've met a lot of stars, I'm sure. I mean, you, you just mentioned Ellen. Yeah, well, I mean, I met Ellen on camera. Mm-hmm. Like she gave me a hug on camera. That's all. That's all. <laughs> wow. But she's great. She's great. I met um, Jimmy. I did, we did Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel as well. Mm-hmm. It was cool. And um, But I thought that when you get a record deal that you get like to go to all these cool parties. Yep. I don't know anyone cool. <laughs> and no one invites me to any parties. I literally, this is like, this is it for me. Hey, you're this invited to our party. That's cool. Where is it? Anytime. <laughs> yeah. This is it? This, this is the uh, Well, I mean, it's better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Malaysia is all about food and stuff like that. But you know, when you meet all these big stars, right? I mean, like, do you like, oh my God, how, how, how am I going to, how am I going to present myself in front of them? And you know, do I, yeah. do, do, do I like, hey, or do I yeah, yeah. be myself and stuff like that? So, so who's the, who's the, like, uh, out of all the people you've met, who's the most, Who's that one person you were really, really nervous to meet? Like, yeah. Um, oh, the one person who I was that kind of blew my mind was like, you guys know James Bay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I was in Los Angeles, and uh, my record, the head of the head head of my record label, was like, uh, before a show of mine, they were like, we're having a dinner, mm-hmm. and do you want to come meet James Bay? So it was me, James Bay, his manager, my manager, and the record label people, um, and I just met him and had like a quick conversation because I, I was only there for half an hour. And I asked him for some advice and then um, went and did my show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Did nice you guy. ever take any of advice or were you just yeah. too starstruck? Like, oh, no, he God. was cool. He, he said, I said, how do you um, deal with, this is, I caught it sort of yet. How do you deal with like, like all the schedule and, and the mm. insanity of it all? Yeah. And he goes, I said, you'll do what you need to do to get to where you want to be or something like that. Yeah. Like in a way. And I was like, oh, that's really cool because it's true. Like I don't have to do Thing I could be like, I'm gonna sit in my room all day and then just play my, you know, and then my songs would go nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? You have to do this, and I want to do this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I actually also like, like some artists don't like doing promo, mm-hmm. and yeah. it can be overwhelming sometimes. But I actually also love to like talk. Yeah. Like so, I'm like, and sometimes, and like talking, everyone loves to talk about themselves. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to come on here and talk talk about yourself. Um, so I don't mind it. Yeah, dude, I I, I love you yeah. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm listening. I'm learning more and more about you. And yeah. you know, most of the time, I'm like these girls over here are so quiet. So quiet. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any more <laughs> questions before you know we wrap things up? I think I have one. Like, um, I've heard um from Michelle Jin's wife, mm-hmm. and you'll be playing only five songs tonight. Yeah. Yeah, so what I know. Five we'll probably we'll probably do. A little, we'll, we'll do. I think we'll do a couple more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here, you see, here's the strategy. Okay, we play five now, and you know we, we tease the, the fans and tease the fans. You, you tease the fans so that they're like, oh, you have to come back again, and he'll come back. You play fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, fifteen. I'll take fifteen. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do a, f- a few more. Like, um, yeah, we we'll definitely play a few more songs. Just cause like. I'm never here. And also I was blown away because it's like a small showcase yep. and there's 250 tickets and apparently they went very quickly. They went really quickly. Because I was quickly. excited, man. Like you never know, like like we in England and Australia and America and Europe, um, we play, we're playing bigger shows because like we've been going back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you come to like Malaysia or Singapore and like Hong Kong, we're like, does anyone know who I am? And it's so cool that people do. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Still mm-hmm. blows my mind. Cause I I'm think so Be Alright was played like on radio. radio. Yeah, it was played, it was yeah, played yeah, on radio, on rotation, yeah. high rotation. Yeah. yeah. Do you have Do you have any ex- expectations when you like do shows like in different, different countries? You'd be like, you know, like for some people, be like, all right, we're going to play tonight. Okay, I'm expecting 2,000 people to show up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, in Australia, the next tour we're doing is like arenas, mm-hmm. like ah. like seven and a half thousand, not like the Whoa. gigantic ones, but like that'll be the first kind of like five to seven thousand, seven and a half thousand. We're doing that like early next year, and then, um, but in America, we're doing like twenty five hundred capacity, like, but some some shows are only like fifteen hundred. So it's kind of like everything's growing, which is really r- weird for an Australian artist because mm-hmm. most Australian artists just do stuff in Australia. Do you know what I mean? It's, no, I was okay, like, well, Sia I- and five sauce. That's it. You okay. Know what I mean? like, I mean, I, you, but. I well, Savage Garden. I oh, I, I grew up with Savage Garden. Savage Garden, dude. <laughs> kind of gives you an idea how Shoots. old I am. But Sorry, I don't, I don't know. Who we <laughs> yeah, well, you kids know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Only not Savage. <laughs> Do you guys know Savage Garden songs? No, I don't. No, you don't. Yeah, chick- still like, when you just so it's so funny when you just mentioned Chicka Cherry Cola. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, that line. It used to be the line. Okay, Never it was mind. a magic line. We're still young. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, oh, that's the line. No, 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 no. The line. Chicka Cherry Cola. Chicka Cherry Cola. It's okay, you know what? I'll send the song to you, and you be the judge. Okay. Now, um, you've been doing this for close to how many years now? Oh well, I mean, I'd say professionally four and a half. But I started writing songs. I've been probably writing songs for like eight years. Do you know what I mean? Like so, properly. So rewind eight years ago. What yeah. would the current you tell yourself eight years ago? Oh man, you know, I'd say I'd be like, don't worry about like. Okay, so you know when you turn eighteen, and you like you go out to like clubs and like. I remember me and my like six guy friends. Uh-huh. We'd go out to bars and like. We go to this bar where like every, like there were like no good looking guys. <laughs> so we were the best looking guys there. And we'd walk in and we'd go on the dance floor and we'd like all get drunk and we'd just like dance and be like, yeah, this is sick, man. And then we'd all leave together and be like, this is so sad. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, I'd be like, just, you know what? Like stop doing everything silly. Don't, don't go drinking. Like I don't have a problem, but like, just go, go focus in on something uh, and get really good at something. Just right. like find mm-hmm. your obsession. And find meaning and uh, that's where everything will happen. And yeah, just get really good at something. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. Very nice. Oh, thank you. Very <laughs> inspirational. Thank you very much. Yeah, we have a crowd of people over here, you know, watching the show on the sidelines over here. <laughs> thank you very much. We paid them to be here, by the way. Yes. So before we go, do we have any other questions? One more round of questions. Shufa, do you have anything to ask or anything to say, actually? Okay, I don't know about Universal, but like I know some uh, artists, they only produce like, and uh, not produce, like they only release their songs digitally now. Oh. Like, will you continue to oh, yeah. like release physical albums? Because I like to collect them. 100%. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, what, what do you think about 
Yeah, I will 100% do albums. Like I, I want to. I'm like, a, I want to be an album artist. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That mm-hmm. Is like, I have a couple of singles, but the, the uh, you want to buy the whole album and do the vinyl thing. And yeah, I, yeah, don't yeah. Don't worry, I'm 100% going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, Josephine, do you have anything to say? No, you're shy. Hey, Joseph is going to be ringing for lunch. Today. Have you wait? Have you eaten anything Malaysian so um, far? We had we had some um, food last night. I think there was like lamb chops. Oh, lamb chops. They were, they were made in Malaysia. No, there's not. No, 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 that's <laughs> okay, you, know, you know, every time you come to Malaysia, right, it's like everybody be like, oh, let me take you Malaysian food. And yeah. you're going to stuff so much Malaysian food down your throat. And you'll be like, oh, God, that's enough, man. That's enough. <laughs> okay, well, get him authentic. Actually, one of like, my wait. Instagram followers asked to ch- let him try durian. No, every, wait. Have you durian? Yeah, everyone said, everyone said, is that Malaysian? Have you tried durian? No, but it smells and tastes good. Everyone so, like, like my, okay, I so I have cousins, I have cousins in Australia as well. It'd be like, oh, it oh, tastes like heaven, smells like hell. So <laughs> right, but so but yeah. you have to block your nose when you eat it. Yeah, because uh, it has so that. Okay, well, okay. Not for me, it I like, like the smell. smell. Okay, for us we love the smell, but it smells oh. like. Okay, it doesn't smell like crap, but it, it smells, smells like fart. No, the oh. fresh, <laughs> the, really? the fresh smells smells good. But you know when you let's say you enter a lift or something and then you walk out and then the smell lingers. Yeah, that yeah, smell yeah. is bad. Okay, let me let me explain. Let me yeah. explain how durian smells. Okay, and then okay. you can decide whether you want to try it or not. If anybody were to bring durian to you, yeah. can you imagine petrol? Yeah. Right, gas, Petr- petrol, yeah, yeah okay. with fart. I would never. That's terrible. No, yeah. <laughs> I would have never described durian. No, it smell. is. It has that that kind of like thing that goes up to your nose and I. <laughs> really. I don't think it ever perfectly describe the smell of durian. Yeah, I guess it's, it's like yeah. every every freaking durian is different. I'll try. I'll, you know, I'll try. I mean, everyone talks about it. And is it a Malaysian food? It is a Malaysian fruit. We would like to claim it is. Actually, yeah, it is the king of fruits and it's very popular here in Malaysia. And uh, it's is it durian season? Is it durian season now? No, it's not. So. Yeah, everybody is like looking at me <laughs> like... Some frozen. You get some frozen yeah, durian. It's, it's, it's not. Uh, durians are banned in hotels. Durians are banned in uh, a lot of places and stuff oh. like that. So, yeah. Oh, because the smell. Yeah, because yeah, it's because it basically stays and that's right. it. You know, and if you want to get rid of the smell, you have to get like charcoal and then put it in your area, or whatever, not uh, to exalt. Well, the smell. I could imagine um, with the heat that it's it's so hot in Malaysia that yep. with the, the smell and the heat, it might be a bit intense. Imagine yeah. is it always imagine this hot? That. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is summer three hundred and sixty five days a year. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Uh, you got the long sleeve shirt on. To this is just to basically <laughs> cover my insecurities because oh. you know I knew that uh, you know a handsome man with long hair <laughs> with golden locks is coming on the show to no, so no. be like. <laughs> I got this shirt yesterday. And I feel like it's too tight. Like I feel what? like you know what I mean. I got to like I got to like you know what I mean. You get a shirt that's too tight. It's no, like I feel thing. I feel I feel you go out to buy tight shirts just no, to show off your no, physique. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, under this, it's not impressive. Oh really? It's not impressive. Oh, will you still. will you rather be in a cold country? Yeah, I, I love being in. I don't feel as I like being in like Los Angeles in the winter because oh. it's like not really oh, winter. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like LA is not that cold when it's in the winter. And well, Australia is different. Like uh, Melbourne is horrible during Melbourne, the winter. The wind Melbourne. is so the wind is insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, it's winter. It's kind of going into winter now yeah, in Australia. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, is it? Oh. I forget. I feel like I'm never. I don't even know because I don't live anywhere right now. Wow, so I feel like okay. I don't even know where anything is at any time. I'm like so confused all the time. So wait, wait. So you said you, know, you don't live anywhere. So you, how often do you travel? Like where? How often do you stay put in one place before you move to another? Well, um, like okay. For instance, we came back from I think it was Europe, and I was in Australia for four days, and then we came here, and then I go back for ten days, and then we go to Europe and America for months. So we're basically going to March next year, and oh. I got rid of my place. So. I literally, um, we just get Airbnbs when I go back to Sydney. Oh wow! So, yeah, so wow, that's a, crazy. That's a that's a that's a that's an awesome. It's a weird life. It's man. weird lifestyle, <laughs> but it's like for me, it's like Depends. it's kind of awesome because you're traveling cool. every ten days and stuff. But the goal is to get back and just to get a, get get a 
house somewhere. And so it's like mine and like I can, wherever I go, I can just come back and just live there. So I'm right. going to do that at some point just so I have a sense of home knowing it's there and not, well, even well, if I'm not there, I can just come back and all my stuff's there. It'd be cool. And I believe that's going to happen. You know what, yeah. um, Dean, it's been an uh Awesome. It's been awesome having you on the Thank show. So Before much. we go, do you have anything to say to anyone listening, your fans? Yeah. Anyone listening, what do you want to say? Uh, I love my Malaysian fans. Yeah. And, uh, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And uh, Shufa, you want to say anything? Yeah, can you sign my album? Of course. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I don't want your autograph. Sorry. <laughs> Joseph, do you have anything to say or are you still too shy? Uh, no. She's really shy. Usually, <laughs> usually she'll be arguing me on the show. It's like, no, this is what I think. This is what I think. And today. I did one show with you. <laughs> yeah, but Dean, thank you so much. I think um, you. listening to your story today, it's really, really inspirational. I mean, like knowing that you were doing something before and now you're doing something you love. It's life changing. I mean, okay, would you, you know, currently, any regrets? Mate, loving it. Just loving, loving it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And loving I the pressure. Loving the pressure. Loving the pressure <laughs> and taking life as it comes. Anybody listening right now, you probably can you know, learn a thing or two from today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want to get in touch, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Yo, Dean, what's your Instagram, man? It's just Dean Lewis Music. Yes. One for word. us, it is at Mamak Sessions. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers.